What are some strategies to develop a presence of mind? Why are these important to have in order to develop this ideological strength in whatever you're doing? And why is it that conflict is the greatest builder of all this strength that you need? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, dissect, and parse through some books or other concepts that I've thought about or read and would like to disseminate to the audience that is listening. My name is Jagan, and I'm just a student of the human experience trying to spread some knowledge out to the rest of the world. And so, from previous episodes, you guys may have known about The Third Three Tragedies of War, a book that I'm currently analyzing. Specifically, from the past few episodes, strategy number three, which is the presence of mind strategy. Maintaining your presence of mind and strength of mind in times of conflict. And so, in part one of this two-part episode, we're going to go through six strategies that I think are necessary, that Robert Greene has discussed are necessary in order to build this presence of mind and stay balanced in times of adversity and stress. So the first one is exposing yourself to conflict. Contrary to popular belief, being in no conflict and nothing to maintain your presence and state of mind is not a charitable or is not a good way to build, maintain, strengthen, and embody a presence of mind. By exposing yourself to conflict, you confront your fears and bring them to the surface instead of ignoring them, putting them in a box, pushing them out to sea. By putting yourself in conflict, not only do you use it to enhance your reputation, especially when that has consequences, but you also use it to find new strategies, find your play style, and find what works for you to build, magnify, and encapsulate your strategy and your strength of mind. There is one caveat to this conflict thing, is that you must have a sense of honor and dignity as you lose yourself in this struggle And you must maintain a baseline foundational value set that you can rely upon that will tether you and ground you to the world around you. Because by having this sense of honor and dignity as you lose yourself in this conflict, you not only have something to fall back onto, but you also have strategies and things, things you can think about to build upon when you reflect upon these adventures or this conflict you find yourself in. By confronting your fears, pulling with the surface, and entrancing yourself in them, you face them, you work through them, you work over them, and you build up strategies for future adversity. Similar to how two episodes ago I talked about the ship metaphor, where ships are built and are safe in the harbor, but that's not what ships are built for. Ships are built for rough seas. And by exposing yourself to conflict, you find out what parts of your ship, what parts of your mind need to be repaired, 
built upon two face rough seas, so that the next time you find yourself adventuring, you know how to respond and how to adapt for the rough patches you will find yourself in. And so, the next strategy is to be self-reliant. So this strategy is a bit contrary to a lot of other things I've said before about building a community and being vulnerable. But in the case of presence of mind, which is an individualistic building you need to create, by being self-reliant, to an extent, you find yourself less vulnerable to more emotions. You find yourself with a strong foundational regard with which you can build upon and a foundation that allows and works for times of adversity and stress. And so, like I said, this does seem contrary to some concepts that we've learned in terms of rugged individualism and in terms of being only reliant on yourself. But these two are not mutually exclusive. By allowing yourself to have self-reliance in parts of your personality, by building a community in different parts, you can not only maintain your presence of mind, but still stay in touch with other people. And to make yourself less dependent, you need to become more well-rounded in terms of skills. You need to expand your repertoire of skills. And by doing this, the confidence in your own judgment will increase as well. And you'll start to feel more secure and confident in what you are saying to who you are saying to as well. And one thing that we see is that people tend to overcompensate for their lack of ability. They like to project some sense of confidence to cover for a weakness. Identify that and realize what people's true state are. And on the inside, we also have imposter syndrome that asks us, why are we doing this? How can we do this? Why should we be doing this? Fix that as well. By allowing a little bit of confidence in your own judgment to increase as well. And there's a spectrum. There's a gray area. There's obviously people that overcompensate beyond a certain point who should be realized. But there's also us who have imposter syndrome that will undercompensate for our true abilities. So finding that happy medium between the two is something that will help your self-reliance and help you to build your strength of mind. And finally, suffering fools gladly. So remember, you cannot be everywhere. You cannot fight everyone. You have a limited amount of resources in terms of time, energy, and whatever material necessities to fight a war in this case. So just take a look at fools, suffer them gladly, smile at them, treat them like children. They're not important enough to affect your mental balance. And while you can indulge them, allow them to supposedly have an impact on you, you can just indulge them while trying to do whatever you're doing and staying cheerful. Don't take a look at every single person and regard them with the same importance as the most important person 
in your life. Some people will have certain roles to play. Some people will be passing clouds. And some people will stay for longer periods of time. Find those people that are fools, in quotes. Suffer them gladly. Take them for what they are. But don't let them affect your presence of mind or your strategy. Because no matter where you go, you're going to find people like that. And it's important to understand that these people will come and go. But your presence of mind will only bolster if you make the right decisions in this case. So remember, expose yourself to conflict. Be self-reliant, in this case, in a specific aspect of your strength of mind. And suffer fools gladly. And those are three of six strategies to build up a presence of mind. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you'd like to hear more content, feel free to drop me a follow on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And if you'd like to hear more short-form content or reels taken from my podcasts, feel free to drop me a follow at Stoic Spirituality on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, and see you guys next time.